The opinions, views and beliefs expressed are those of our guest speakers and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Mindful Trinity or the policies of the company thereof. The content of the show does not constitute any legal or medical advice and is provided for the general insight and guidance. If you require specific legal, medical or any professional advice, you should contact a specialist or a qualified practitioner. Please note, Mindful Trinity is a non-religious, non-sectarian organization and we are not affiliated to any religious organization. Like I mentioned before, just be unapologetically yourself. Whatever uh, life throws at you, always embrace it because at the end of the day, you have to be prepared, yes, for the unexpected. Um, always remember that we cannot control everything, uh, but we can control what's already in the palms of our hands. And uh, understand that we have to take each day as it comes because tomorrow is never guaranteed. So make the most of today. And that's important. And always remember that help the people around you because you never know what they are facing, what they are going through. And you, your little piece of advice or your little um, help could make their day or make their week or even make their entire month. So just be mindful of that. Hello to our beautiful Mindful Trinity viewers. Welcome to our ninth episode of season two of Mindful Trinity's podcast, where we collectively heal, learn, grow, advance, and ultimately move forward together. I am your host, Vaishnavi Charan. So most of you have been following my journey since the inception of Mindful Trinity's podcast, and some of you have been following me even before Mindful Trinity's podcast actually came into existence. I'm very grateful to each and every one of you just for that. And you should be already aware that I'm forever looking for inspirational thought leaders, influencers, amazing personalities, and so forth that share the same intention as me. And that is just to make this world a better place where we all can live in harmony, living a healthy life in both, well, actually in the Trinity, mind, body, and soul. And my season one, I had thought leaders in different fraternities from medical doctors, spiritual activists, wellness coaches, and so forth. As you already know, I'm taking care of, or not just me, it's my community, which all of you and all of the different guests that I get on here, to take care of mental health, emotional health, physical health, and spiritual health. So our guest for today, this is a very special moment for me. Because I've known this young lady for, for a while, but, you know, with time and everyone living in a very busy lifestyle, we never had time to connect. So I'm so grateful that she agreed to come on and I'm very grateful for a humble self. Introduce her in short, she's the former top 100 young independent trailblazers in South Africa. She's a former India, South Africa, 2019 to 2020. She's the current 50 of the world's most influential young, young leaders. And she's the national director for IYS in South Africa and the national and international awardee. She's also an actress, a dancer, and a model. Wow, that, that is actually a mouthful. I'm so grateful for your patience, firstly. So join me in welcoming Alia Chabu. She's from Durban in South Africa. So welcome, Aliyah. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, yeah, just to educate my community, 
Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's actually wonderful to see you after so long, and I'm honored and grateful to be on this podcast. Like I said, you know, sometimes when I'm uh, asking people to come on here, it's because I value their input. And even though we weren't in contact all along, but I've been following your journey. And I'm so happy of where you came from and where you're going. And I know I actually saw you evolving over the years. And you're, you're actually making quite a difference in society from, you know, um, especially in the life that the platform or the lifestyle that people are living right now. Most people are, are struggling with mental health issues. And most of the time they, they deal with the own battles in their mind because they're comparing themselves to others. Um, before we actually get into the conversation, maybe tell us more about you. Tell us about your journey. I'm actually quite intrigued that you're already the top 100 young independent trailblazers in South Africa. So tell us about that journey. Okay, firstly, congratulations on uh, the podcast. And uh, I'm so happy to see how far you've come as well. And for those of you who don't know me, my name is Aliyah Chabu. I'm 25 years old. I am from Durban, KwaZulu-Natal, South Africa. <laughs> Had to put that in because a lot of people will always ask, so where's Durban? And I'm like, it's in KwaZulu-Natal. Where's KwaZulu-Natal? That's in South Africa. <laughs> so pretty much I am a CEO. I have my own business. Uh, it's called Continental Sales and Distribution Agents. I am the former top 100 trailblazers here in South Africa, as well as the top 50 of the world's most influential young leaders. So how that actually occurred was because of everything I have done, not just as an entrepreneur, but also in my personal life. Uh, with regards to charity drives and giving back to the community. Uh, so charity has always been a major part of me. And before all of this um, started, I have been doing it. And I think it just grew from there. So my main aim was to mostly help those around me, not just with charity, but I mean, like, like you said, mental health is a major factor in the world. I won't say here in South Africa only, but it's a major factor in the world that uh, many people um, suffer with. I know I'm not uh, a qualified psychiatrist or psychologist in order to give advice, but I do help where I can. I um, focus a lot as well with youth, which means I love to see the youth grow because the youth today is our future. It's going to be our present. It's going to be our future. So I love to see how they grow. And I guess that's how everything came about. Yeah, thank you so much for, you know, for sharing all of that with us. And like I said before, that I'm already very inspired by what you are doing, because you're not just changing one life, you're changing many lives, because especially when young women, when they make a difference well in society, the younger girls are looking up to them. And especially, uh, especially with uh, with society at the moment, they're comparing themselves to other people. These people are doing certain thing, and I'm not good enough. You know the imposter syndrome and all of that. Yeah. Um, tell me, uh, with with your journey so far, um, where you've where you've been, where you're going, and the person that you're evolving to be. How do you deal with imposter syndrome? If you ever experienced that. And what would your advice be for those that are dealing with that? So 
I'm a woman in society that's growing, right? So it's much more difficult for female uh, leaders to grow because it's always stated that you are a woman, how much can you do? You are a woman, how far can you go? And the funny thing is I'm always a person that's like, okay, if you think I cannot do something, I love to prove you wrong and prove myself that I can do it. So that's me. Um, it's, it's a good thing. It's a bad thing. Depends on how you want to see it. But I see it as a great thing because in a way, it's also helping evolve who I am. Uh, from who I was, say, in high school to who I was, say, about three years ago to who I am now is completely different people. Reason being is I did not just grow in age or maturity levels or things like that there. I've also been through this thing called life where it teaches you things where in school you're given the test. Well, you taught the lesson and then given the test. Whereas in life, you're given the test and then and then you are taught the lesson. And that's how it should be. Uh, you know, that in order to grow, you have to make mistakes. And I always tell people this no matter what you do, make mistakes. Because how are you going to learn and grow from that? As a female myself, as a woman, I had to also make countless mistakes in order to grow. And I'll be honest, you know what? It hasn't been uh, an easy two years with regards to everything that we are facing as well with lockdown, with um, losing of people, especially this year for me, it has changed me drastically in the past, I would say four months. Well, going to be four months it changed me drastically because I lost my dad about four months ago right and then with that I had to evolve and grow up in grow up faster so to say whereas I had like my father assisting me with my business now it's like I'm running everything on my own and how and my mom is luckily by the God's grace, I have my mom who's also still here and she's also assisting with that and what I try to promote as much as possible is woman empowerment, is female leadership, because there's always a standard set in society that a male is here and a female is here. A male's place is in an office, a female's place is in a household. Not necessarily, it's the 21st century. You have to walk together. That's the thing, you need two to tango, you need two to uh, build up and with how society is going, it takes both male and female to also run a household at this stage. So always understand that no matter what society thinks, you are breaking barriers. You are creating a new life for you. You are not just going to fit into a box, but you instead need to move out of that box and see what's on the outside. Uh, like my famous quote from Priyanka Chopra was uh, not to fit into a glass a slipper, but to shatter the glass ceiling. And that moved mountains for me and I said I want to be exactly like her where I don't want to fit into something I want to go the extra mile and so far um, I've been doing that come what may I do it absolutely and that is so powerful what you just mentioned and I, I think you were very fortunate because you had the support of both your parents especially during this old pandemic two years and I feel like it's not coming to an end but I think real character was shown during this pandemic. And I mean, especially with you, you were daddy's little girl because I, I met your, your parents when um, it was actually a few years ago when we were in marketing together. 
and I could see that your parents, they, you were the apple of the eye. And I, I saw, I mean, with the relationship that, that you had with them, that was just so amazing. So my next question is dealing with grief. It's actually a huge thing over this two years. Gosh, I know, um, you know, we always heard about death um, previously. I mean, people die all the time. I mean, if you are born in this world, you'll have to be leaving as well. But during this old two years, the amount of loved ones leaving us is, it, it was just so, I cannot really find a word for it because it, it, it is something that we cannot even fathom. How did you deal with something as so big like this? This was actually close to home. Um, so for the past two years, I did lose a lot of people, friends and family, but I think uh, the loss of my father was like the cherry on top, let's put it that way, to mm -hmm. knock me off the park completely. Um, that's where mental health comes in again. I was a person where I used to speak a lot about how to deal with things in terms of mental health. Mm -hmm. But I will be so honest and upfront with everyone that as much as you speak about it, you cannot control your emotions from time to time. As much as people say you need to control your emotions, you can't, you can't. Mm -hmm. Until you've been through something, you will understand. Uh, I've suffered mental health like to a point where I still, you know what, I find myself in situations that I try to swim out of. Uh, depression is also a major factor because losing someone as close as my father um, really, really pushed me off completely. And it, it's not something I would be ever ashamed of saying because truth is I was very attached to my father and it's normal. Mm -hmm. As a daughter, as a, you know, as a child, it's absolutely normal. Uh, anxiety, um, depression, uh, mental health, like I stated, you know what, all these things come into play when you lose somebody as uh, that's close to you. And it's never easy. So everybody will always be there. And you know what, they'll say, take one step at a time. It's one day at a time, things like that. There, Yes, I understand it's coming from a good place. I do understand. But to think about it, that you know what, you can't really give the words to the person who's feeling something that goes beyond it because there's a point in her life or his life or their life where it gets so overwhelming that you just want to disappear into somewhere as secluded as possible and scream. And it's happened. I've actually done it, not even in a secluded place, but in front of many people there's days where you can be in a crowded room and you feel empty and the thing is like i'm grateful i'm grateful to to know that what helps me to keep moving forward is the fact that my father has done his bit he has done above over and beyond basically uh what he could for not just myself but for my mom as well and for that i'm forever grateful because at the end of the day you know what he passed on um he passed over like he he gave me education he gave me a business to grow he basically provided me with everything that I have now and I was daddy's little girl I'll be honest I was daddy's little girl everything was handed on a silver platter for me no matter how much I said I want to be independent it was like <laughs> yeah I don't think so and I'm like okay <laughs> no problem uh so you know what it it was major lessons learned 
and um, you can't you can't overcome something that hits very close to home. Uh, so there's there's no point in me saying, you know what, it gets better. Yes, it, it, days will get easier. There's days where you'll feel great, and you should not be, um, you know what, I'm trying to find the word actually. You should you shouldn't be concerned about being over happy because it's happening for a reason, right? But there are going to be days where you are just wanting to cry in the shower or, you know what, completely scream or feel so alone that it does kill you on the inside. But the best part about that is that it shows how much of love you had for the person that's passed on. And it also goes to show that no matter the fact that this person may not be here, but this person's never leaving your heart. And that's the great part about it. So yeah, if I go on any further, I think I probably would cry. So yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. You know, I think you, you're you actually a very strong and very courageous woman to to be a sharing something that is, that is so close to your heart, something that is so intimate. And you are really showing us who Aliyah Chabu is. And I think we're living in a, in a generation right now where people are more vocal about how they're feeling. In the past, people never used to talk about how they're feeling. They used to hide it. A lot of people, are, they suffer with identity crisis. I know with me, when I first started doing this podcast, I didn't really want people to know who I really was. And then I said, but people want authenticity. You need to give them that. You cannot hide who you really are because sooner or later, your real self will show out. I mean, come out. And that's what's happening. I'm actually doing it at a very nice pace and people are getting to know me gradually. So, and, you know, people always say, um, they always talk about having this amount, X amount of followers on social media. And for me, I don't really like the word followers because I want to build a relationship with my audience because followers will just follow you and they will not engage in your content because we are trying to make a difference in society. We, we want people to be more comfortable in their own skin to share stuff share who they really are and yeah so I mean by what you had, what you just mentioned with the relationship with your dad and mental health issues which is real and especially during this old two years a lot of people yeah. are going through it and some people they haven't found ways or tools how to go through it I, I recently wrote a blog on that when I lost my uncle but for you you actually with me I actually felt it was so painful because he had such a beautiful relationship with all of us just like his own children and you you actually lost your father that is even more closer so i cannot really i can't even comprehend the feelings that you are going through the emotions that you are experiencing are there any tools that that you implemented that helped you in your journey so, you know, when it comes to something like this, I I actually said I would never even wish this upon my worst of enemies. Mm. And that's how painful it is. But for me, I've always been a person that I have to be busy. For, for me, it's like the more I'm busy, the more I push things out of my mind. Because, you see, I am a person where I overthink a lot of situations, a lot of scenarios. And that's what leads to your depression that's what leads to your anxiety that that's all part of mental health so for me being busy and keeping myself busy is 
a major factor. So find what find what calms you, find what makes you continue to keep moving forward. Find ways in how you decide that you want to overcome everything because we all do everything differently. Some people may write a book, some people may go through poetry. I, on the other hand, I am not a poet anymore. I don't write books. <laughs> so I would rather channel all of my energy into something that I love, which is dancing or acting or, you know, um, I, I love my music. So music plays a very big role in my life as well. Uh, I would do that or I would pray. It, it basically boils down to what comforts you at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it, it takes time. Everybody has to do things at their own pace and that's what's important. It's that here comes society again. Don't listen to society and think mm -hmm. that firstly, if you are suffering with mental health, you are not crazy. Mm -hmm. Those who say that you are crazy are the ones who are actually crazy. Remember that because it's normal uh, to a certain extent. Don't listen to somebody that says that it's been so long now, how can you still be grieving? They don't, they are not in your shoes. They are not in your shoes to feel the emotions that you feel. Don't let society tell you how you should be. Firstly, how you should feel, how you should dress, how you should act, how you should be, how you should do you. I always gave this advice, especially when uh, they had the Miss India pageant and I was reigning for like two years. And I gave advice to the ladies who was um, about to go on. And I told them, do me one favor you're getting onto that stage and whatever the outcome may be, be unapologetically yourself because that's what's most important. Don't pretend, don't put, don't put a fake front on, be who you are because people will love if they see the real you. Mm -hmm. And that's of most importance as well. So it, I actually jumped topics over here, but okay. that's what I'm saying. This is who I am. It's like, I do all these things of how I overcame, um, you know what, certain situations of losing my dad, it's me keeping busy, me uh, giving advice, me um, just doing, even if it's little things, it helps so much. And um, just do what you love to do. And you'll find that you'll find that peace that you are searching for. If that doesn't work, you know what, always turn to prayer. Uh, no matter how angry you can be at whoever you pray to, I understand I've been there. I lost faith in the Almighty for like about 40 days, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And now for me, 40 days is a very long time. Um, he is still, he or she is still there. You know what? The person you pray to will never leave your side. No matter how angry you are, they will never leave your side. And that's of most importance because they test your faith at that moment as well. So prayer also helps a lot along the way to calm you down. Thank you so much for that. You actually gave us so many gems. I actually call it gems. I know the, my American friends always call it nuggets. And I'll say, yes, there's golden nuggets. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you so much for that. You know, change is something that's inevitable. And especially loss of a loved one. You were mentioning the different tools that you using that you used in your journey. And you also mentioned that you were angry at, at a certain point and that's okay. 
because anger is also one of the symptoms that you have to go through. Um, for me, it was denial. I didn't want to come to terms that this person is no longer. And because I didn't see him on a daily basis, because, I mean, he lives in a different, um, what do you call it in, in Durban? A different town? <laughs> I don't know. He lives in a different town. <laughs> different city. Durban is a city. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. So he lives in a different town and I don't see him every day. Um, so for me, I just I still feel he's around and he hasn't really left this earth. Only when I go there and I see everyone there except him, it hits me, gosh, he's no longer here. And then I have to actually sit down and just reminisce on all of the memories that I have with him. But for you, and also like with my uncle's family, his children and his wife, they, they used to see him every day. And now he's no longer in their home. So I cannot really imagine, I cannot even imagine what they are going through. And I cannot even imagine what you are going through. I'm saying it again in this one conversation because it is real. And only when, it, when you go through it, when it hits home, then you realize, gosh, this pain... It's, it's like no other. I know people talk about pain and we need to embrace the pain, acknowledge it. I always say, feel your feels. If you feel like crying, cry. If you're feeling angry, be angry. But try not to... Yes, And but the thing is, for, for me, what I've also realized, we shouldn't hold on to this anger in our bodies because when it's when it's over, uh, over 48, no, over 24 hours in the body, that's when it turns toxic and we have to let it go. And crying is actually a very good way of letting go as well so it does it does help you see uh when sometimes when you hold things too in it becomes too heavy on you and that's when you start to feel it it takes toll in your body you start feeling sick and understand you don't want to put yourself in a certain situation at the same time because um I don't think loved ones that have passed on would want to see you in that state. So that's also another thing that keeps me going. It's to know that would my father be happy to see me in this state? Would he be proud of me if I was in this state? And if you think about it, no. He was a person that would always want to see me smiling, always want to see me happy. Same with anyone who's lost um, somebody who's as close to them, like parents, you know, for so to say or parents losing kids which has even been worse um it's it's a pain that you cannot even describe mm -hmm. let's leave it as that um if there's one way of describing it it's basically like saying somebody put uh somebody stabbed you with a knife in your heart and now this knife cannot be removed only mm -hmm. to feel your soul leaving your body and not returning that's so true. But here you are still walking. Mm. So basically like a walking dead. Yeah. I've actually read in one of our very ancient um, ancient stories or ancient books that you just imagine the pain that we go through by leaving, uh, by a loved one leaving us. Imagine the pain that they are feeling by watching their loved one pain for them. So it's actually twice as much and they, they cannot really be there to embrace you and comfort you, you know, physically. If, um, 
if there's something that can give comfort to everyone, because it's, it's kind of gave comfort to me is to know that they are actually in a better place and better position than we are in to mm -hmm. think about it. Because mm -hmm. we are out here suffering in this world with everything that's going on while they are at peace, they are resting. And they are just there saying, it's not goodbye, it's until we meet again. For those of you who think you are going to heaven, congratulations. For those of y'all who are not, good luck, <laughs> right? But uh, it's just a little dark humor, sorry about that. But at the end of the day, you know, um, he got you smiling, so that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, they are in a much better position than we are in. and to also think they have been suffering for a long time and now they are not suffering, which is the great thing that also gives a person comfort. And uh, always remember, make memories. I say this at home, I say this to my friends, I say this to whoever else I'll speak to, make memories because one day you need to tell the story to your loved one when you see them. Thank you, thank you so much, that was absolutely beautiful especially with this very important topic that people normally brush under the carpet until it explodes and they don't know how to deal with it because i know during this time year especially during the pandemic it's actually old wounds that's coming back up to surface and they're trying to you know it's like an onion you take it layer by layer trying to release it the same thing and now with you it's actually new fresh and you're dealing with it right now so thank you so much for you know educating us on something like that so, i mean you're actually being vulnerable and you're sharing information that is very close to your heart so thank you i'm very grateful no problem at all it's uh, you know what the best way of giving advice is to actually open up mm -hmm. because that way people see uh they can actually see what you've been through to understand. And to some people, they even relate on a certain level. And that's the most important thing when also um, talking to people, when giving advice, when motivating, empowering, encouraging, uh, which I do, like, you know what, on a monthly basis. And it's important. There's, okay, I won't say I show 100% of me because sometimes there's certain parts that you yourself would like to keep just for you yourself. And that's completely fine. It's normal. But um, I always remember this advice as well from everybody should know it about that Sylvester Stallone quote that no matter how, how much life will hit you down, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. That's what mm -hmm. he said. But it's not about how hard you get hit. It's it's about how you get back up. Yes. And that's important. Yeah. It's how you get back up. And once you get back up, understand you get back up 10 times stronger than you did the first time around. Exactly. Because, I mean, especially with, with all of this, um, with pain, it builds character. It builds resilience. So thank you so much for being real. Well, it's always good. You know, at these conversations like this, sometimes you just got to have those random conversations and it's good to have people laughing. Like for me, I love to see people laughing and smiling because that means I've done what I needed to do as well for my day. And mm -hmm. it plays a very important role in my life. That's so true. You know, you actually spoke about empowerment and you, you live to empower others. And I'm actually thinking woman empowerment. Am I right? 
not just women empowerment, although I do look mostly at women empowerment, but because mm. of me being one of the national directors of International Youth Society as well, and me being mm. a part of the youth, mm. I also look at um, empowering the youth of today, which means that when it comes to women empowerment, it's like, understand that you are not meant to be in the kitchen. Mm. If you want to be in the kitchen, that's fine. That's your choice, right? But if you want to be a CEO of your business one day, or if you want to grow into something, go for it, do it. That's important, do it. When it comes to youth, uh, it's like, you know what? If you see something that you want to do, and if you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna reach for that star, and you believe you can reach for the star, do it. A dream yes. can become a goal if you put pen to paper, because yes. once you got that down, and you know your direction in life, mm -hmm. nothing's going to stop you more than yourself. Understand sure. that. Nobody will stop you more than yourself. So it's up mm -hmm. to you to decide whether you want to achieve what you wanted in life or if you want to just sit back and watch it flash before your eyes. And the most important thing is to understand that as much as you can advise somebody, I also always say, you can take a horse to the lake, but you can't force it to drink the water, which means you can show them everything that's there. You can give them the tools and the materials to move forward for their future, but whether they want to use it, it's up to them. Thank you so much for that. You know, my favorite quotes, um, I actually learned it during the Women's Month a few years ago, and I always, always uh, take my mind back to that. Empowered women, empower women. Absolutely. Yeah, but I've also had a few struggles with that entire quote, reason being because I, especially during my journey, I met a lot of women out there that are not empowered themselves because they are threatened by others' successes. How do you deal with that? A you know what that actually pops up a lot like you'll feel especially with women I don't um, understand this but ladies understand you are strong you are beautiful you are gorgeous you can do anything you set your mind to don't feel threatened by another woman's success that was maybe in the takdir uh, sorry uh, in their um, path right that was probably in their path so what they are doing was meant for them what you are doing will be meant for you the only person you should be in competition with is the person you see every single day in the mirror mm -hmm. that is the person who you need to be in competition with you cannot be threatened by somebody else's success and i always say this i i am a person that's very confrontational and i will tell them like straight to their face because at the end of the day it's like if there is something wrong we need to address it we have to address it. We can't just be hating somebody for no apparent reason. You know, it's not right. Mm -hmm. Like, for in, let's use this for example. If you want to know where I get my hair done, I'll tell you who my hairdresser is. If you want to know where I got my makeup from, I will literally show it to you. If you want to know how I made it to where I am right now, I'll tell you it is tough. There is obstacles along the way. It is not easy. But in order to be the at the top 1%, you got to be you got to be willing to do what the 99% won't do. And that's important. Absolutely. I actually love everything that you mentioned. Um, no one really knows the journey. They don't know all of the struggles that the person that is actually in the front line, you actually just see the front 
You don't see behind the scenes what they have to go through. I mean, even with me, with my podcast, no one really knows where I'm actually doing it. Maybe I need to show you guys one day. <laughs> but that'll be good. That that'll be good because you know what you're showing a little inside scoop of the behind the scenes of radio, yeah. and not just that. Everybody's like I mentioned earlier. Everybody starts somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like you know what. Uh, who was it? Was it for the Apple or the iPhone, the Apple iPhone or something? And then the owner of Apple iPhone, if I'm not mistaken, Steve Jobs. I think right? so. He started yeah. from he started from the garage from his own garage. I think most businesses started off there. Mine is also mine is in the outbuilding. <laughs> <laughs> mine was in mine was in the house, literally yeah. just behind yeah. the desk. I had a computer, I had a printer. That was it. Mm. How I did it, I have no idea because most of the time I winged it in life. I mm. never, I never always had a plan, but when I did, I did stick to it. But there are certain times where things don't go according to plan. So like a woman, I always say, you got to wing it like your eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. So tell us when, what was the pivotal point in your life? Um, yeah. Anything pivotal. Huh. <sighs> trying to actually think about this one. <laughs> mm, I'm not sure, hey? I'll be honest with you. But uh, I think I just took, I, I took everything as it came. I you took chances and you achieved them. Yes. You um. see, uh, if I saw a window slightly open, let's put it that way. I, I think I just dive right in and open it full. Mm-hmm. So I can't really say I have one one point because there was many points in life as well. So that that that's part of life, I guess, because there was many, many things. You know mm-hmm. what, many opportunities, many obstacles, many achievements, Um it wasn't just one set thing. And I guess I'm grateful to a point mm-hmm. uh, where I had the opportunities uh, in order to be where I am. So I won't say there's exactly one point for me. Uh, for That's me, it was fine. many. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Wherever the opportunity placed itself, I took it. Mm-hmm. You embraced it. And that's absolutely amazing. Definitely inspirational. Yes. We're going to play, play a little game. It's about... I think three or four questions with one word answers. So okay. <laughs> some people cannot stick to one word answers, but it's fine. It's also creativity. Just be yourself. <laughs> Lots of fun. <laughs> okay. Okay, you ready? Uh, as ready as I can be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One word that describes you. Courageous. Beautiful. And I also think that. One word that you want to embody. Adventure. <laughs> cool. And one word that describes the change you want to see in this world. Sure. That's not a word. <laughs> That's not a word. Um, one word that describes a change I would love to see in the world. change itself I guess change good very good okay so maybe tell us more about your morning routine and your evening routine this is not one word so we actually done with the three one word answers 
Okay. Um, so I used to have a set routine and I say used to, this was before, you know, at the passing of my dad. Um, obviously things changed from then, but I, what I want to do is get back into that routine where I wake up early in the morning. I obviously, I wash up, I exercise, I, uh, from exercising, well, okay, let me do it from a proper point. I'll wake up, I make my bed, I wash up, I exercise. That's my morning routine. That's how I should normally have it, right? And with that being done, I obviously have my music in the background because that pushes me. That starts my day. Mm -hmm. uh, then afterwards, I will do a whole facial routine. Uh, so my skincare routine. And from there, I go into the kitchen. And that's where I make not breakfast, but lunch. So I want to get back into that. After my dad passed, it's always been, okay, I wake up, I make up my bed, uh, clean my room make breakfast now I want to get out of that routine so like I mentioned I want to get back to my old routine where I start working out again because I feel that when I start when I was working out I felt more energetic more alive more free mm -hmm. and um, that's the best part of it because you start your day right and with my evening routine it's more like okay I am in an Indian household so I either cook or I wash my dishes, one of the two. If I, if my mom decided to cook, I'm washing dishes. If I decided to cook, my mom decides to take over for the dishes, vice versa. From the skincare routine, again at night, where you do your wash, uh, your wash up, uh, your entire routine, and then just get into bed and relax. Put a nice movie on. If you read a book, read a book. And um, yeah, just, I guess, r relax the mind. Relax the mind, relax the body after full days of work or whatever you have done for the day. Absolutely beautiful. Okay, now we're gonna go, we're gonna go on a little journey. Well, you're gonna take us on a little journey. Oh, so okay. You, <laughs> you are stranded on a deserted island, and you're given you've, you're actually given about just one opportunity. Take only three things with you to this island what would those three things be? This is like a pageantry question. I feel like I went back to pageantry. <laughs> um, first advice, please don't take cell phone because uh, on an island, I don't think you're going to get reception. So please remember cell phone is not your best option there. But um, I would rather suggest you take survival kits. So if you can take a lighter, that'll help because not many people know how to start a fire with the uh, sticks so a lighter uh, that's if you have it wait tricky question you said if you're stranded on a deserted island mm -hmm. have your bag right but in your bag should be your basic tools so a lighter a um that little knife set that you have with everything on it. Mm -hmm. Yes, always have one of that. I, I don't know why, but I always keep mines with me, which is very, very bad, but uh, it's also, it helps a lot. And yeah, a lighter, a knife set, and what else? If you can carry water, that'll be amazing. If you can't, that's also something because you can't actually survive on 
uh, seawater because of the salt in the seawater unless you boil it and you don't have a pot so how are you going to boil that and <laughs> then if you're lucky you'll have a coconut tree to have coconut water but if you have a bottle of water in your little bag by all means that's great so that's the most important things because if you think about it you're likely to start a fire in order to send help uh, your knife set um, your little knife kit set because imagine if you now want to defend yourself on an island you've got you've got what different types of creatures on there so like snakes or spiders or whatever crawls out of the ocean things like that there um and then like i mentioned about having at least a bottle of water in your bag which should be a necessity right now in any case because wherever you go you should have your bottle of water mm -hmm. um so that's just to help you get through um however you're going to get through your day Beautiful, very interesting. Thank you for taking us on that journey. <laughs> now we know. Yeah, so when you said stranded, I was like, wait, this is a trick question. It's like something I'm possibly going to have already in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> but not everyone actually has those things in their bags. So it's actually very good to also hear what other people have in their bags. So yeah, thank yeah, you. But you know what? It is important to have uh, those, um, those things in your bag um, because at the end of the day, you never know what's going to happen. True. Prepared for the unexpected. Mm. Always be prepared for the unexpected. Exactly. Yeah. Expect the unexpected. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. This is a very interesting thing that I, I recently put into my, my podcast because I'm always looking for inspirational thought leaders, influencers, and change makers someone that is also, you know, at, uh, vibrating the same um, frequency as me, where we all want to do good and be good. <laughs> do, yes. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Do you have any guest recommendations uh, for my Fortunities podcast? Someone that you think that will, that actually plays an important role in society that can impact this community of mindful Fortunities? Oh, many, many people. Uh, you've got these people like Shamila Ramjavan, Sumudli, Lisa Sukdev. Uh, you have people like who else can I even put forward? Those three ladies really hit the mark for me. There's another lady, she's an author, but she's also a young person. Her name is Ekta Someru. She's a wonderful person. There's another gentleman called Joshua. So if you follow me on uh, Facebook, you'll see he's also tagged on my IYS. So anybody from there are actually good leaders um, in terms of getting onto your podcast. Uh, there are people, there are many people, many inspirational uh people out there who have been through challenges as well themselves who can also you know what be um, very influential let's put it that way influential mm -hmm. uh, in this podcast to um, to help those around so you, yes you have people like that and um, I'm trying to think if there's any more because normally on the spot it's like the first three people that comes to my mind is Shamila, Sue, Lisa, I'm like, hmm, okay. Beautiful. <laughs> That's the first three ladies that come to my mind. Thank you so much. I'll be actually talk off offline, then we can yeah discuss further. Okay. Do you have any parting thoughts for mindful trinities of viewers? 
Um, like I mentioned before, just be unapologetically yourself. Whatever uh, life throws at you, always embrace it because at the end of the day, you have to be prepared, yes, for the unexpected. Um, always remember that we cannot control everything, uh, but we can control what's already in the palms of our hands. And uh, understand that we have to take each day as it comes because tomorrow is never guaranteed. So make the most of today. And that's important. And always remember that help the people around you because you never know what they are facing, what they are going through. And you, your little piece of advice or your little um, help could make their day or make their week or even make their entire month. So just be mindful of that. And with that being said, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And it's been a real pleasure. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm absolutely grateful and I'm so honored that you are here sharing all of this, your knowledge and your wisdom with all of us. Like I said many times during this discussion that you're definitely an inspiration to not just young girls, to everyone, anyone that actually comes into, into contact with you. And I've seen you evolve over the years. You're still that bubbly personality that I first met. So that's a good thing. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, um, to, my, to my viewers, thank you so much for watching or listening to Mindful Trinity's podcast. And I hope that it resonated with you. So follow Alia Chabu on social media and tag both of us in your favorite segment of this podcast. Looking forward to hearing what you took from this conversation. Thank you once again to Alia for yeah, just being here and being real and sharing all of her knowledge with all of us. So to my viewers, if this podcast resonates with you, give us a like, share it with other like-hearted individuals. You never know who may need to hear this message and leave us a review so that we can take more, so that we can actually reach more like-hearted individuals. As I always say, healed people heal people. So let's go get together and heal so we too can heal people and ultimately change the frequency of the world. Sending you loads of love and positive vibrations from my heart to yours. Bye-bye.